Hey, what's up everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. Right, all right, all right. Guess who's back? That's right. <laughs> so it's been a minute. Um, trying to sort out uh, COVID life. Trying to just kind of get ourselves situated, um, not just professionally, but obviously finding the new rhythm for personal. Um, it's funny. Ever since COVID hit, it's been twice as hard as mm-hmm. far as work. Right? Everything's got to be now calculated and very thought out and very intentional. Absolutely. So we're excited to um, to start building this back into our our normal. I guess, outreach. Mm-hmm. The uh, couple big things, we got some announcements um, that we'll go over at the end of this, but um, kind of right now, we just want to catch up with where we're struggling with and what's going on. Mm-hmm. So the podcast has always been about um, everything pertaining to lifestyle outside of the gym. And after 60 plus, I think close to 70 episodes, it's gone well, but it doesn't really, in some ways, connect to some of the struggles that some of our listeners have. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we have struggles and we share our story, but a lot of times we end up in a position where it might be preachy and teachy, like we're trying to like... Like getting people to conform or accept kind of yeah, but, what our thoughts and beliefs are. Correct. And the the goal here isn't to teach you a lesson, right. you know, it's to, um, share, empathize, um, get in the trenches mm-hmm. and just kind of pull back the curtain and show that there's struggles that people are going through that they're not alone. Right. And that even at the top levels of fitness, all the way down to the people just getting started, we all have struggles mm-hmm. and we all have battles and you kind of just evolve into more problems and bigger <laughs> battles and but it never really gets easy and the podcast is going to kind of shift in that direction a little bit which is kind of cool we i think we we did great with what we set out for but as we kind of go forward so that this is still kind of beneficial to everybody including us because it's good for us to be able to share these things too definitely um that's going to change a little bit mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool yeah i think one of the funniest things and i think why we're taking this good shift is that a lot of our comments are when we share a struggle, it's like, Oh my gosh, you guys are human, you know? So it's like, we really, we really are just like everybody else. It, well, it's, it's <laughs> like if you hang out with a doctor, you know, you're, if people don't hang out with their family doctor, cause if you saw your family doctor doing all the bad stuff, he tells you not to, right. you're not going to believe him. Right. And if people saw the stuff that I do when I'm not working, they're mm-hmm. like, dude, you tell people how to stay fit. It's like, <laughs> you know, you should know better than that. Um, so we want to kind of show what some of that, that real life is. Mm-hmm. Now, we're also going to kind of shorten the shows just a little bit. Um, everyone now, it's all about go, go, go. So mm-hmm. we're going to try to match that. And the one thing that I had talked to you about is when people lose their routines 
and COVID did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where it shook a lot of folks is that the routine got rocked. Right. And when the routine gets rocked, we all kind of spiral out of control. And it, you see small pieces of that or examples of that on vacation. Oh, yes. Where we intentionally <laughs> want our routine to be broke. Right. Right. It's like, I'm going to do everything the opposite yes. of when I'm at home. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stay up super late. I'm going to get up whenever I want. I'm going to eat when I want, drink when I want. That's the point of vacation. <laughs> right. And the reason after three, five, seven, ten days, everyone's ready to come home. So like, I miss my routine. Yes. I don't feel right. I don't look right. Mm-hmm. All right. But COVID did that. Mm-hmm. And now we all have kind of like vacation bodies without being on vacation. Right. It's actually vacation body, but also work stress. <laughs> right. So there's been no benefit. Um, now one vacation of the, body without the, <laughs> without the sunshine. At least for the, when you come back from vacation, you have a gut and a story. And now you just have a gut. <laughs> There's no story. It's like, yeah, man, I've been stuck in the house a lot. Um, I started a, a drinking challenge, you know, a drinking challenge or something with my my homeboys. Um, now, what I want to kind of get into, and this week I want to focus on you just a little bit, mm-hmm. um, being in the fitness spotlight and what that means for you. Mm-hmm. So, as a woman, is different than the guy, I think, because I think guys do a lot more. I'm speaking way out of my ass right now. Well, guys, not really, because you're a guy. Guys, I think guys do more white knuckling than women. Mm-hmm. So that's where I was thinking I might be stepping on toes. But um, I would rather sit there and make myself bleed to mm-hmm. get something done than to kind of deal with the ups and the downs and the emotions and the perceptions and this right. and that. When I have something on my, when I have my eyes on something, I just go at it. Mm-hmm. But with women, it can be a little bit more of a social challenge, personal challenge, Definitely. emotional challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's going on with you and mm-hmm. what did COVID mean to you? Or what, yeah. did it, what did it do to you mentally? And I guess, it, was there any physical fallout? Yep. So um, I would say mentally what COVID did is it put me in a very bizarre spot that I've never been in before, which is kind of like questioning everything that basically I've ever done, especially as it relates to health and fitness. And it's like, well, what's the point? If at first, you know, COVID, it was like, oh my gosh, it's only going to attack morbidly obese people that, you know, that honest to God, they don't care to make a change, that it's, they're happy in that lifestyle. And you know what I always say, rock on. If you don't have an impact on somebody else, live your life the way that you want to live it. If you do, you might want to think about it. But it's been this, you know, all about the gym journey and dialing in your nutrition. And I think for myself, a lot of it is being a female owner of a gym. It's like all eyes constantly. It's what it feels like. It's all eyes constantly on me. And then we did this massive switch where people weren't able to come to the gym anymore. And it started this thing in my mind was it's like, who cares what I look like through a TV? Yeah. And most people, you know, we did that a jump to virtual and it's like most people are watching me on the phone. They're not going to be like, oh, look, Jen's thighs look bigger <laughs> or, you know, if I'm not the one wearing a mic, they're not going to hear me dying. And, you know, so it was this bizarre struggle for me to be in of who cares? Why does it matter? It really doesn't. My life has also been impacted by the thing. Why should I care anymore? Mm-hmm. And then... So you're saying mm-hmm. to give up or to just kind of let yourself off the hook? Oh, definitely let myself and, off. And what I mean, let yeah. off the hook, I mean, just go about doing you, whatever it is it is. Absolutely. Or you're saying, I'm just going to scale back because I'm not going to try to pretend to be something I'm not. No, it is, it is not, because it really is me. I 
I do care about what I eat and I do care what I feel like and I do care what I look like in a bathing suit. Mm -hmm. That is me. But it was more of what's the point because I'm not going to see anybody and then it starts this thing in your head what's like, well, if you're not going to see anybody, why do you even care for you anymore? What does it matter? Oh, wow. We're in, we're in COVID country. Right. What does it matter? Everybody's banged up. It, exactly. And then the other bizarre thing is how many jokes and stuff have been made, you know, the quarantine 15, and what are you guys going to do on Monday night? Drink. <laughs> what are you going to do on Tuesday night? Taco Tuesday at home. What are you going to do on Wednesday? Drink. Yeah. Thursday. Drink. And you start to see it, and I'm like, why are why am I still holding myself to a different standard mm-hmm. that it felt like the rest of the world didn't? So almost like alone, yeah. In a in a fight that I wanted to be on, but at the same time was like, meh. It uh, what's well, like talking to people on vacation and trying to inspire people on vacation. Not Absolutely, to, don't do that. You know, you're gonna have to pay for it. Yes, there's, uh, the ferryman's gonna come looking for his fee. Yes, um, and it's interesting because. I don't really pay attention to other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll notice, but if somebody doesn't come up, I really don't assert my attention to the specifics of an individual person right now mm-hmm. because it seems like we have so much more up in the air and so much, so many moving pieces. Right. Then I'm like, when people are ready, they're ready. You know, um, it's real terrible, but it's like that starfish story. You can't save everybody, but you can save one. You know, that's my favorite story. I know it is. Um, so the people that want the attention, I pour it into them, but mm-hmm. it's getting to where uh, COVID is kind of because when we first opened up the gym and when we first started getting into fitness, I would cast a big net. And yeah. It's like, I can save everybody. Know. You know, everyone, I've got everything, everybody. And now it's like, I'm looking for the one. Yes. You know, because um, spreading out 10% of effort uh, to 100 people versus spreading out 80% effort to 10 people. Yep. Um, but you're right. I think that there's been a little bit of an awakening because now we've got this twisted thing going on with COVID, anti-COVIDers, you know, mm-hmm. you got the people like COVID is real, be careful. And you got the other ones like COVID's a fake, you know, it's not real. Correct. And unfortunately it's the, the anti-COVIDers, the ones that don't think it's an issue, don't think it's going to be a priority. Um, they're the ones that are jacking it up for everybody because mm-hmm. those are the donkeys that are, oh, I never really thought it was real. They're sick. They'd spread it. They die, you know, and it's that kind of crazy yes. shit. Look at the other states. Whatever conspiracy nuthead thing you think you had about what COVID is or isn't, mm-hmm. real economies are getting crushed again. Yeah, People are really getting sick. People mm-hmm. are really dying. So the first time we went through the COVID thing, uh, there was a lot of stuff on social media. Does anyone even really know anybody on COVID or that's sick with COVID? I know. And you'd get this long list of people. Nope, 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 nope. It's fake. It's fake. It's fake. It's fake news. Now it's... Is there anyone that doesn't know somebody right. by one person connection? So yes. one degree separation. Do you know? Of course we do. This fall, it's going to be who doesn't know somebody that died from COVID. I know. One it's degree horrible. separation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, regardless of whatever you're thinking. So when you've got people that think about the, the quarantine 15, it's summer, which means people don't really care right now. It's hot out. It's nice out. But two, aside from that, totally interrupted you. Yeah. Most people, especially us in the fitness industry, that spring break time, that was when people were like, uh-oh, I got the Caribbean vacation coming up. And guess what? Nobody does. There's no vacation. So there's so no priority. Absolutely not. And you have more people buying the blow-up pools that I'm totally jealous of <laughs> and everything else. You think they care what they look like in their backyard? Oh, and great. Exactly. You're rocking confidence. Exactly. And I can see how that's feeding your psychology of saying, wait a minute, why am I trying to lead the standard? Yes. And here's, 
uh, here, so here's the difficult part. And this is where the, the, the show's shifting just a little bit to more of a journey, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to just be a little bit more outspoken, a little bit more transparent. Because I think if more people hear that, because I, some folks probably get into that spot where they're like, to hell with this. Nobody cares right now. Why should I? Right. Just like you're seeing it on a degree for yourself. Yes. Just amplify that by 10. Yeah. And you've got friends and friends and neighborhoods and, you know, just parties because they're starting to get together and they're mm-hmm. starting to be a little bit more carefree with mm-hmm. their uh, associations and interactions and everything else. It was the bars and the social settings that jacked up all these other states. Of course. So social creatures locked up too long, they come together and then you've got vacation body, mm-hmm. except now carrying vacation body into the fall. If there is heaven forbid, if you're in a state and you're not, and you get denied access to more social engagement, extra weight's going to lead to depression. Yes. And not only is it going to lead to depression, it's going to lead to the possibility that you might be hit harder if you catch it. Absolutely. When you catch it. I hate the idea, but this is going to be uh, the idea that we're not going to get it is getting smaller and smaller because um, it's just, it's coming around. And And don't you think it just starts getting, I think most people can say it's hitting close to home much harder than it was it months and months ago where you just start. Well, we're up to, uh, as of right now, the U S was seeing 70,000 new cases a day. Yeah. You know, before it was like 8,000 cases. Yep. I mean, it, we're setting new records. We're the only ones in the world, by the way, that are mm-hmm. too stupid to protect themselves, but mm-hmm. that's the United States. We're too stupid to do a lot of things. Um, now going back to you real quick. Yeah. When, so you're, you're like, what's the point? And I wanted to highlight because I don't think a lot of people really understand what it takes and um, <laughs> what it takes to get there. And when somebody says, hey, why do I, why does it matter? We're not talking about someone that has denied themselves happy hour a couple nights a week. No. Right? So one, if you can catch changes in your body within the first seven to 10 days, so you're putting on two, three extra pounds, keep in mind, people, it's not fat, right? You're not piling on fat within days. Of course. It's water weight. Right. Some fat. Lots of water weight, lots right. of inflammation, lots of undigested garbage in your gut. And those things all add up to probably mm-hmm. seven to 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. No problem. I've had a bad weekend to come from <laughs> Friday to Monday. It's 10 pounds heavier. Of course. Um, but it's a, it's a false 10. It's 10 that can be quickly turned around if you act quickly mm-hmm. and with precision and with a plan. Yeah. So we have plans. We always have our fallback. And the idea with dieting, dieting is a nightmare word. I hate it. Mm-hmm. We don't recommend it. Diet, in, um, for the sake of this discussion, diet just means structure. So when I say diet, yes. I'm saying structure. Yep. Diets provide structure, but the lie with a diet is that it ends. Mm-hmm. Your structure doesn't end. It evolves to the next one. So initially, you've got a small structure, and then you start adding a piece to it where you can kind of loosen, um, what's the word? Loosen your compliances up a little bit, or you can kind of breathe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So you start out, you've got a small spot where you're like, all right, I know that for my body to start cleaning up itself, I've got to eliminate all the processed foods right away. I've got to get alcohol out and I'm going to get myself down to my bare minimum calories. Yeah. Now the bare minimum calories, if your daily intake is somewhere around 1500 calories a day, you want to hit that 500 calorie deficit. That's somewhere around 900 to a thousand. Right. That 15, 1600 calories a day, that's not the same for everybody. It depends on where your metabolism is. And this is where people mess up. Yes. Is that most folks, they're eating 900 calories a day anyway, their mm-hmm. normal life, and then they strip 500 off. I don't know how people do it. And then they're down to 400 calories a day. Yes. And they're wondering why they can't lose weight. And feel like absolute of course you do. dog poop. When your metabolism goes into hibernation, 
your hormone creation comes to a screeching mm-hmm. halt. Your endocrine system's jacked up. Your yep. immune system gets jacked up. Yep. And you don't sleep. But you might see some of that six-pack. Dude, yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, yes, but of course. There's not going to be a lot of the six-pack coming out. So with you and your structure. Mm-hmm. Now, um, we won't do numbers and we won't get into specifics. But you've got to go back to grade school maybe two or three times a year mm-hmm. because things just get wonky and yep. sideways and out of control. And okay. No, I was going to say, and I think the important thing is that I don't think I'm like most women where you have a lot of women that the scale and calories and weight gain is an obsession. And I think... I don't believe that's me at all. And you can, we can feel free to be completely honest here. I know that if I weigh within a certain range, everything about me is better. I think I'm a nicer human. I think I'm more positive. I sleep better. I feel when I can just simply, I'm not looking for, I don't have a closet of size ranges Mm -hmm. where I go back and forth. If I can pull up my jean capris and they zip and they button, I'm fine. There's a massive amount of psychology going on in here. Yes. Okay, so you're not obsessed with the scale where you're not on it, you know, in the morning when you get up, right before you take a poop, right after you go to the bathroom, <laughs> right after lunch, right before dinner, right before bed. And the entire time, it's just an emotional mm-hmm. roller coaster because the scale, for some reason at that point, is feeding your value. Right. And that's not what we're talking about. Right. You absolutely should get on the scale every day. I agree. And there was a long period of time I was like, nope, I don't want to know that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know it. And I think for probably six years, I never, we didn't even have a scale in the house. Right. But now I can tell because I only go up and down three to five pounds. Right. If I'm not on a bulking plan, I'm within three and five pounds of my weight all year long. Mm-hmm. I never move. When I bulk, I want to look and see if it's working. Right. If I've eaten like total shit and mm-hmm. I need to figure out if I have to go back to ground zero, yes. it's based on those numbers. Yes. It's like, shit, I'm up 11 pounds. I got to go back to ground zero for two weeks. Yep. Now, here's the cool thing, though. I know it's only two weeks. Yes. And one, it's not long enough to disrupt my metabolism. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been eating like garbage for a month and you need to go back to ground zero, here's kind of the cool thing. Your body's so used to the excessive calories that when you drop down to your base number, it's going to fly off. Yes. And it'll come off within five to 10 days. Yep. And I think, again, the important thing to remember is it's it's not an encouragement to just eat a low-calorie diet for the rest of your life. It's just to get you back to feeling better, whether you're feeling better because a scale number returned to something you want because your clothes fit better, or you're yeah. like, I'd realize that when I have an additional five pounds on and I go to charge up the steps that I'm breathing heavier. So whatever it is, it's like, okay, I want to, ground zero is a good place. Yeah. Like it's a good place to return to. It's not supposed to be, this took me a long time. It's not supposed to be this, your torture phase. It's like. Well, here's two things. One, let's be transparent. How much do you enjoy going back to ground zero? Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Okay, because one, your metabolism's used to the food that you've been shoveling in, and it's all and of a sudden. I've liked my naughty food. And now it's like <laughs> it's gone, and you go through that withdrawal period again, depending yes. on what you had in there. One, you got to break the habits. Mm-hmm. If you were so, for me uh, during COVID, I've always kind of my the big joke. My thing is always dates and figs. Yes. Bags. I mean, I crush them. They're nothing but sugar. Yes. And once I get into used to know, it's like, well, I get a little hunger pain. I'm like mm, figs, figs dates and I crush them. 
But when I got him out of the house and I got rid of him, there was a freaking yearning in me. Mm -hmm. One, the habit needed to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. Two, my body was used to it. That pleasure, you know, that um, seek pleasure, seek pleasure. And once I took that away, I had, you have to deny yourself about three to five days before you can finally break it. Yep. As people get older, they have less and less tolerance to put up with that shit. Mm -hmm. They're just like, I'm 48 years old. I'm not denying myself. Well, guess what? Two or three more years of you playing that game, you will be up 10, 15, 20, 25 pounds. Yes. And again, I wish that, like, I wish we could help people understand that it isn't, it isn't what you physically look like. It's not like you need to go to ground zero because you got a gut. You need to go to ground zero because everything about your life or most everything is impacted negatively. Mm-hmm. You don't feel confident about yourself, perhaps. You know, like I said, you're going to charge up the steps and it's like, wait a minute, I just did 10 steps and I can't even breathe. This isn't normal for me. Or you're doing things like eating figs and dates and it's like, oh my gosh, I have all this energy. If I ate that, it would be energy. And then I would (laughs) crash so low, I'd be done for the rest of the day. So it's like, yes, that extra weight, you can't just look at it thinking, you know, we're sitting here like... Judgy Judgerton going, yeah, I can't believe you let yourself weigh 10 pounds more. It's. I know you feel like crap. I know you feel like crap. And we know because we've been there. Yep. This is, this is graduate level stuff. Um, we'll wrap up here in a minute. And it takes years and years and years. And for me, it's been decades to get to this point mm-hmm. where um, about a year and a half ago, we were playing with the idea. It's like, oh my God, it's, it's the gym isn't the centerpiece of a healthy lifestyle. And mm-hmm. we've made it that way. Right. If you don't go to the gym, then why bother eating good? Because without the gym, I can't make it. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Um, actually, my nutrition is a 23-hour struggle. The gym is a one-hour struggle. Right? Crap. Maybe the gym isn't the centerpiece to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, as we get older, we start recognizing when you build rock-solid routines in your life, you go to bed the same time every day, you wake up the same time every day, you eat foods within range and consistent with your metabolism yes. and your energy level, and then you work out. Yep. Then you can have a very predictable, healthy life. Mm-hmm. But when that falls out of uh, out of alignment, it's almost like an out-of-bounds tire. Yes. You don't really notice it when you're going 20 miles an hour, but as soon as you get up to 50, 60, 70 miles an hour, yes. the whole car is shaking like a leaf. Yep. That's you at 50, 55, or 60 when illness creeps in. Inflammation right. turns into illness to disease, and then you've got bigger problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get to where, imagine once you get to 60 miles an hour, the brakes don't respond like they used to right. either. Right, you'll slow down eventually, but it's going to take a hell of a lot longer mm-hmm. because at 20, your brakes were awesome. You could stop on a dime, pivot, turn, correct mm-hmm. course. 30 years old, the brakes are half shot. 40 and 50, your brakes are shot. Yeah. So the idea of being able to pull back, make change, mm-hmm. pivot direction, and then implement all those things. Yep. But it's only after being into this life that we see all the things it takes, what matters and what doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And you're nailing it. When you've got predictability... When you chase your health and how you feel, the weight loss comes in. Yes. It's natural. Mm-hmm. So chasing weight loss as a secondary goal and just pursue. Your clothes should fit. Yes. And I'm not, I, this isn't a judgment thing. No. If you've got a pair of pants that have fit you for two years and all of a sudden now they don't fit you, then don't, bar- don't worry about getting on the scale. The pants are telling you all you need no. to know. If, but I think, too... Um, the funny thing is, is that when you're in our life, and this was going back to my struggle earlier, where it's like, why, you know, why should I care? But through our patterns through COVID, and the fact that our schedule hasn't changed, 
that we still get up at the crack of dawn. We still structured our day. We still worked the same number of hours. All we did was sneak in. I'd say maybe we had a 20% shift in this entire time towards naughtiness or whatever. We fell into it? We did. We absolutely did. But I think the funniest thing with me with the struggle with this is I keep saying, why should I care? And it's because I can say at the end of the day, it's because I do. Yeah. It's because I still want to know that if we were lucky enough to have a blow up pool, <laughs> that I could still put on a two piece on my own deck yep. and feel confident. I always want to be there. Whether you were with around, around any, anybody else or worried about what people are saying or looking. Exactly. It's, I do know, I've said it earlier, why I should care. I'm a nicer person to be around. It is not because the scale runs my life. It is, I don't have to get on the scale anymore. Yeah. I can say to you, uh-oh, I'm up in white. I get moody. I get cranky with you, with Fitz and Millie, our dogs. I, I start the, I don't really care. And then I start my spinning around the house. And yeah. you're like, it's like, give yourself permission to care. And if the quarantine fe- 15 happened to 11 of your closest friends or be the 12th one that didn't happen to because you're allowed to care. Yep. You're allowed. Spot on. Um, so the struggles right now and what some people might be going through is one, a little bit of denial. Two, it might be everyone else is doing it, so why do I care? Mm-hmm. Um, there's no one to impress. There's still going to be a reckoning. <laughs> okay? So whether it's you get sick and how well you recover or everything's better and next year you've got to just get back to it you don't want to be a year older Mm -hmm. and have to go back to doing the basics if you keep checking in with the basics every once in a while you'll always be fine exactly and you don't end up yo-yoing now people may or may not know this fat never goes away right the cells get flat yeah but they're always there which is why pop they always fill back up right away (laughs) right lucky us and there's certain things that are going to drive more storage of fat for certain people than others and if your drinking, eating, lethargic lifestyle encourages more fat, it's not going away unless you have it physically Correct. sucked out of your body. Unless mm-hmm. you physically reduce the number of fat cells by you know, elective surgery, right. they're always going to come back. So to think that you can get in shape and then get disappointed when they come back, no, dude, they never left. Yeah. They're just flattened. Yep. All right? And even in my case, if I just change my schedule a little bit, I can go from Hey, lean fit gym guy to Mr. Average, you know, and it happens very fast. And for me, I've opened my gym and run my gym and walk around my gym thinking I'm the Pied Piper of fitness. If I do it, other people will do it. Mm -hmm. If I'm living the lifestyle, they'll live the lifestyle. That ain't true. Mm -hmm. People people don't really, they focus on themselves. Exactly. And I think that's such a huge piece of all of this is that you don't have to follow the crowd and you don't, don't expect people to do what you're doing. I mean, me coming out to the world saying, guess what? I actually do care. At the end of the day, staying healthy, staying fit, staying active, it does mean something to me, but not to project yourself on other people. Same thing. If you are a, a booze hound in all of COVID <laughs> and all tank. you've done is had you know beer and donuts, don't bring them to your friend's house. We've talked about this a million times. Yeah, people, so, people can be wrecking balls for other people. Exactly, you know exactly. Mm-hmm. So- be true to yourself, especially during a time like this where our world is upside down. And if there are things in your life that you do care about, it's okay to say you care about them. And if your friends and family don't, it's okay that they don't. Yep. 
Look out for you. Look out for you. I liked what you said about, though, give yourself permission. Now, you had said something else also. You said, hey, I, I, I said that I don't care. Or I kind of pretend mm-hmm. I don't. That was, would almost be a nice little love note, you know, like a card so it stays <laughs> folded all the time, but it's, it's pinned to your mirror, mm-hmm. and it just says something on the front like thinking of you. Uh-huh. And when you open it up, it says, I do care. Oh, I like that. I'll add it to my <laughs> it's, selection. It's, it's the, it's the uh, motivation board. But that thing is always there to open up and say, I do care. Mm-hmm. You know, I do care that my stuff, because you're right. If you can't love yourself, yes. it's going to be very difficult to love everything and everyone else around you. Yep. Unless your love language is food, and then you just love all over everybody, right. you know, which is not doing anyone any good. But the only other thing I would say is um, we talk a lot about, you know, in the society, society dictates what we're allowed to say and care about. So if you say like, I want to be a multi-millionaire, people are like, you're so selfish and you worship money Uh versus maybe your reason for wanting that is a reason you just don't care to share with the world Uh or you just want to guarantee that your family will always be taken care of. But it is okay and it's something that I'm getting over the struggle with to say, I do care that my weight stays the same. I do care that I look good naked. I do care that my clothes fit and you don't have to feel bad about it. Even if the world around you is like, you just like looking at yourself in the mirror. What if I did? Who cares? That's, that's some, I think that's, I don't mean this to sound all kind of douchey, but that also, uh, I think a stark difference in the female psyche versus the male. Okay. So I don't think, um, um, I know that you don't want to put yourself in a position where if you're super fit, people will assume you think you're better. Yes. Women are funny. You know, you know, it's, it's like, oh, she's fit, so who knows what she's thinking of me by looking at me. It's so sad. Guys, you're just focused on guys. Yes. Just focused on myself. No, but I think, I th- as a woman, speak- speaking to women, if it's important for you to be fit and you feel fabulous about yourself, go out into the world and rock it. You're, you will always get judged one way or another anyway. Okay, this, I'm going to step in. I'm going to step in a hot water bottle. Bottle here. Oh gosh. Being overweight is a problem. Okay, and I'm not talking about you know hate yourself for it, but be, to pretend mm-hmm. to um, circumvent because I think you can bury that care thing down so far that you can fake and lie to yourself that you're cool with it. Absolutely. But um, make no mistake, holding on to weight over decades of time will hurt you. They will hurt you. It's not good. I mean, it might be Lizzo acceptable to just be, just don't give a crap about mm-hmm. what you look like. This has nothing to do with confidence and no. nothing to do with sexy. It's got nothing to do with that. Nope. But there is a social acceptance of obesity now because 70% of the country is overweight or obese. Mm-hmm. Who the heck is going to criticize overweight people? Most people are overweight. So if you, you can still love yourself and not feel confident in it that you're doing that you're that you're healthy being confident in yourself yes. doesn't mean you're healthy no it's completely different and the only way to know for healthy is to go to your doctor and actually listen to what they say and if it's you are in a morbidly obese obese overweight you are pre-diabetic that's that's a completely different conversation that's not just hey i want to go out into the world and i care about what i look like and stuff this is a switch to, I just, I really don't want to be a burden on my loved ones. Go figure. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Well, welcome back episode ran about 10 minutes longer than I thought. So we're going to try to continue to put this out weekly. That's it. I'm saying it because, I mean, I've listened to a lot of podcasts where people disappear for a year. And like, hey, we're back. And then it's another year. Like, hey, we're back again. No, we'll be back. So um, this time it's just to be a little bit more transparent. I'll let you know that uh, fitness people struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, that we see things maybe at a different level, at a macro level that most people don't because they don't exist in the fitness space. So we're going to try to cut through the BS and try to get you guys more of that um, real life stuff so that you can act on it. Awesome. All right, brilliant. And I already mentioned, oh no, I didn't. I said we were going to. Yeah. We're renaming this podcast. Yes. All right. So right now we're beyond the dumbbells, um, which was meant, like I said, just lifestyle, teach and preach. It's kind of mm-hmm. what I think it was turning into. And mm-hmm. we had fun, but that's not what the goal of this thing was. It was to yep. inspire, not yes. just, um, you know. If you want education, go to school. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, for, thanks for jumping on, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, if you like what you're hearing, um, feedback is always welcome. Review us, rate us. That's always pretty cool to see. Yep. Um, but uh, share. I mean, our the goal of doing this is to kind of reach an audience that would benefit from it. So if you know someone that's possibly struggling with one of the topics that we talk about, you know, probably one of the best things you can do is just remove yourself from the conversation and Mm -hmm. give it over to somebody else. Amen to that. All right, y'all. Talk to you later. All right. See ya. Bye.